episode three, identify and explain theme. So theme is the writer's ideas and message throughout the novel. Um, a reoccurring theme in the novel Purple Hibiscus is religion, specifically Christianity. So the theme of Christianity stands for the stripping of cultural or religious identity of the Ibuk people um, when the missionaries and Europeans came and colonized Nigeria. The, um, the Ibuk people were forced to convert to Christianity and kind of give up their old traditions because they were forced and they were, their religion was belittled and they were told that that was improper. Um, Catholicism affects the characters in the book. Um, we kind of see this through Kambili and her family and how Papa uses religion to suppress his family and justify his actions. Um, so he limits their interaction with people who are not Catholic and he refers to them negatively. So kind of putting in this false narrative that people, if you're not Catholic, you're bad and Christianity is better. And when Papa realizes that Kimberly and Jaja stayed in the same house as Papa Nugu, who was not Christian, who would refuse to convert, he pours boiling hot water under their feet as a form of punishment. And to kind of justify his action, he says, you should strive for perfection. You should see it. You should not see Santa walk into it. Um, and then he pours the hot water that was on page 194. He kind of uses Christianity saying, you send, this is your consequence. You will have burned feet. And Christianity is used to make Kambili and Jaja afraid of sin and the consequences they will face. Um, they were kind of taught that if you disobey God, if you sin, you're disobeying God and you must face those consequences. So Christianity is used to see to show how um, is used negatively and how colonization kind of shifted the perspective of faith in the country. Episode four, apply literary lens. Um, so in chapter 17, um, a purple hibiscus describes the current structure of government in Nigeria post-colonialism by narrating the complicated process of Jaja's awaiting trial. Um, so throughout the chapter, Kimbili um, kind of describes um, the uncertainty of the process of when he'll be released. Um, throughout the chapter, Kimbili says his name is on a list, is number four on a list of more than 200. He will be released next week. That was page on 297. Um, it kind of shows that a lot of people are waiting and are being trapped in this process because there isn't a step-by-step -step, um, process in order to reach the final decision whether or not you're going to be released or not. And um, it's very uncertain throughout the chapter whether or not Jaja will be released or not. And it's not depending on if he was guilty. It's more of like the process is just very unorganized and very corrupt. And post-colonialism impacted the justice system and legal process because when the colonizers were colonized Nigeria, they were under their government. But when they suddenly left, Nigeria had to create their own government system. And this kind of left a lot of gaps and a lot of uncertainty because there isn't that set texture um, uh, and established laws that makes the process a lot easier. And there was a lot of bribery in the legal process, um, I found this one quote. 
He was in a better cell last month with books and a mattress all to himself because our lawyers knew the right people to bribe. And that was on page 299. It kind of shows that bribery is very common. And the only way to advance in the system is if you have money and if you can easily be lost in the justice system in Nigeria because stuff like bribery and having money can make the process a lot easier and post-colonialism affected this because the lack of government, there isn't a structure and they're having to like develop their own process while also managing like the whole country.